You're listening to GeekWire from Seattle, Washington, on Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and GeekWire.com. Hey, everybody. It's time to get geared up. It's the technology gadget show from Gear Live and GeekWire. I'm Todd Bishop. And I'm Andrew Edwards. We are going to have a great show today. We're going to go over some of the latest technology news, but the highlight of the show coming up later on, we're going to be playing Super Mario Run from Nintendo. Right. Brand new game just released this morning, but that might not even be the highlight. The highlight might be the the fancy name you just came up with for the show. (laughs) Geared Geared up. up. That's right. We've got one finally. Yes. Yes. So thanks to everybody out there who made their submissions in the end, it was sort of an internally generated name. Right. We'll have to come up with another prize and contest for you all later on. We've got to... plenty of contests that we can do. <laughs> exactly. We'll have stuff for you guys to win. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so uh, Super Mario Run, we'll get into that later. We're actually going to play it live on the show, especially if you're watching us on Facebook Live. You'll actually get to see it live. Feel free to send in questions, comments um, in the video feed below. But before we get into that, let's talk about some of the news of the week. That's right. AirPods. AirPods. So yeah, the first big gadget news, AirPods. Apple delayed the AirPods. They were supposed to ship by the end of October. Well before the Christmas holiday season. Right. And so um, then the rumor was that they weren't going to be able to get them out until like January or February, completely missing the holiday season. But um, as of 10 minutes ago... Apple announced that they will be in Apple stores this coming Monday in very short supply, though. So what are people's chances of getting AirPods under the tree this holiday season? It depends on how much you want to spend, quite honestly. (laughs) I mean, uh, so obviously, if you go to the Apple store, you're probably going to want to wait in line um, until they open. So you want to get there before they open because they're going to sell out. That's just what's going to happen. Yeah. And I should uh, say $159 a pair. But if you don't get them, it's going to be like anything else. Hatchimals. And uh, the NES Classic, go on eBay, go on Craigslist, and if you're willing to pay up, you'll be able to get it. So for people who haven't been following this, obviously Apple took away the headphone jack Mm -hmm. in the iPhone 7. So this was them being courageous, (laughs) as they said. It's all about courage here. What are the the main benefits of the AirPods apart, apart from there being no wires? Yeah, so the AirPods are completely wireless. So what that means is that not only do they not are they not wired to your phone or your device, but they're also not wired to each other which most Bluetooth headphones are wired to each other. So you have two separate Bluetooth devices that can act independently of each other, which is pretty unique. The pricing is also good, 159 Competing prices for similar devices that aren't as good are up to $300 for a pair. So um, you'll also have Siri built in, though. So you can actually tap on uh, one of the earpods and talk to Siri. You can take one out if you want to have a discussion with someone and actually know to pause the music, put it back in, and it'll continue your music. So um, there's some cool innovation there. And also the pairing process is supposed to be much easier due to the new Apple W1 wireless chip that's built in. So it uses Bluetooth to communicate with your phone or your tablet, but it uses the W1 chip for pairing, which um, you basically just uh, hold the device up to your phone or up to your tablet, and it'll automatically recognize it, automatically pair it, and then not only pair it to that device, but use your iCloud credentials to pair it to every iCloud device that you have. Whoa. Yeah, so if you take the AirPods and turn off your phone and go to your MacBook Pro, for example, it'll automatically already be paired there. Wow. So, so this is this is really Apple pushing the boundaries here because even though there are many Bluetooth earbuds headphones out there, mm-hmm. like I go to the gym and I still need to plug in a headphone jack into their system to be able to see the right. the, the TVs up there, listen to the TVs up mm-hmm. there. So, I, I don't know. It feels like this is like maybe a year or two ahead of its time still. Right, and I can definitely see that. But that's the thing with Apple, like. 
it's always it's always a year or two ahead of time because everybody's waiting for Apple to do it first. <laughs> so, like, I guarantee you, the Galaxy S8, even though when they announced the S7 and the Note 7, and they were like, "We still have a headphone jack," I will guarantee you, the S8 will not have one. So, and the only reason the S8 won't have one is because Apple went first and was quote unquote courageous enough, which in this case makes sense. Samsung's not going to get all the hate for removing the jack. Apple got all the hate a year earlier. So I think that's why it always seems like Apple does it a year early. It's because they do it first and everyone else feels like, okay, now we can do it because people won't be mad at us. So will you be buying yours on eBay? Um, no, I actually have a hookup at the Apple store. <laughs> so um, he, they actually contacted me a few days ago and they were like, do you need AirPods? If so, let us know. We'll hold one for you. So okay. yes, I will, so, I will be getting those day one. So we may be able to test those here on Geared Up. Next week. Next, next week, week on Geared Up, we're talking AirPods. <laughs> All right. That sounds, sounds great. <laughs> you, you mentioned the Galaxy Note 7. There was also some news on that front this week as well. Yeah, yeah. So we know that that's been discontinued because it was blowing up and Samsung couldn't figure out why, but some people decided to hold on to them. It actually is a great device, and if it wasn't blowing up, it is arguably the best smartphone ever released, definitely of 2016. It's really right up there um, between that and the iPhone 7. So um, some people held on to it, like, mine's not blowing up. I love this phone. I'm not going to go trade it in for something that's not as good. And um, so Samsung's releasing basically a kill switch, and they're going to disable all the Galaxy Note 7s that are left out there, so they won't work. Talk about a brutal end for this device, it's which horrible. had such promise. As you said, it's it's, it's horrible. It's a very well-received device, except for the fact that it blows up. Right, and it, and it looked amazing. It felt good in the hand. It, I mean, it, it is pretty, um, it's a sad ending, and I'm wondering if we won't ever see the Note you know, ever again. I don't think there'll be a Note 8. Like, they'll have to change the name. I think the Galaxy, the whole Galaxy Note brand is permanently tarnished what about the galaxy brand itself because you know you get on the plane and people don't know the difference between the galaxy right. uh, s7 or the galaxy note 7 right uh, including the flight attendants exactly um i've been on a few flights where they just said if you have a samsung galaxy device it has to be turned off and you cannot use it and like it's supposed to be the note 7 that has a problem but they were like hey, if you have a Sam if your phone says samsung on it turn it off so I think there has been some permanent damage done there that, um, you know, not, not only did Apple capitalize on that, but, you know, Google launching the Pixel, like right at the, around the same right. time, they got a nice boost out of there for Android. And then any other Android phone makers like the LG V20, like there were some other good, really good phones that came out around the same time where most people think it's iPhone or Samsung. And now I think because of that mishap, Samsung's kind of out of the conversation right now. Yeah, so does this mean Apple's just going to reign supreme here in future smartphone generations? How does this how does this play out? They have to do something big, I think, next time. Like the Sam last, Samsung will. Well, I, Apple, 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 Apple will. Apple's going to have to do something big next year. And there's so many odd rumors for this upcoming. Uh, I, there's the iPhone eight. There's the iPhone seven S. And are they going to launch at the same time? Are they going to do some big, you know? design refresh because they've done the same design for three years in a row now, which they've never done before. It's usually two years in a row and then new design. So, you know, the rumors are they're coming up with a, a new design, a new screen technology. Um, and if anybody out there follows Robert Scoble, he's saying the phone's going to be completely clear, like a piece of glass <laughs> with some sort of uh, internal projection at the bottom that will like project an image onto the glass. So we'll see. I think next year is going to be all about virtual reality and augmented reality for Apple. Very cool. Well, hey, I know a lot of folks are tuning in on the Facebook live stream to hear about Super Mario Run. We're right. going to be playing it live here a little bit later on. But let's talk about this game. 
What does this mean for Nintendo to be making its debut with the Mario franchise on the iPhone and iPad? It's a big deal, I think. I mean, personally, when I saw, we talked about it last week, when Miyamoto came out on stage at an Apple event, it was like, it was just amazing to see. It's something I never would have thought I would have seen um, at an Apple event. And now here it is. It launched this morning at 10 a.m. Pacific, and both companies are going to make a lot of money here. So Apple obviously keeps their 30% for the App Store. It's a $10 game to unlock the full the full experience. And you can download it and play the first, I believe, three or four levels completely for free. So if you just want to try it out and see how it is and don't feel like spending any extra money, you can just keep playing the first four levels over and over at your leisure for no price. So I've heard from some analysts that they think gamers are so used to the model where the thing's free and then you unlock you know, different rewards and you know the the basic in-app purchasing model right that people are so used to that that they're not going to be willing to pay the 10 bucks up front to nintendo well here's my opinion on that i think the people who are used to in-app purchases are kids like adults hate in-app purchases i have never seen someone who's ever said i really love having to keep paying over and over for treasure and coins and whatever to continue going through this game. People it, hate that. It's the people whose names are not on the credit card. Who there like you go. <laughs> right. Exactly. So, you know, kids are fine with in-app purchases, but adults, I think adults are just like, Hey, I want to either get a free game or I want to pay the price and just have what I know I paid for. I think the, the thing here though, and I'm not sure how, how big of a deal it'll be is that this is on the much higher end of pricing for iOS games, $9.99 to unlock the full game. Um, and I was saying earlier, even something like Minecraft is only $7, $6.99. So this is definitely, you know, up there in premium. terms of pricing, but at the same time for me, $10, like that's less than two Starbucks coffees. So it's not it's not expensive in the grand scheme of things, but when people are so used to paying ninety nine cents for a game, um, you know there's that. But it looks like a Mario game. It sounds like a Mario game. It feels like a Mario game when you play it. Um, I think Nintendo and Apple are going to make a lot of money with it, and there's going to be a lot of excited both kids and adults. It's funny you should mention that. You know that Starbucks just recently debuted a Pokemon Go Frappuccino. Oh right, have you tried that? I have not. Yeah, it but- looks weird. It's like blue. <laughs> it looks like they like took a squirtle and like blended him up and like here's your drink so and they do cost almost five dollars so it is basically <laughs> exactly. two of those frappuccinos to yes. be able to equal a super mario run right good deal so we've got super mario run loaded up ready to play and we're going to take it through its paces right around the corner you're listening to geared up from GeekWire and gear live and we will be right back after this break all right welcome back it's geared up the weekly technology gadget and consumer electronics show from GeekWire and gear live I'm Todd Bishop. And I'm Andrew Edwards. So what are we doing today here, Andrew? Well, we're, talk- we're talking about gadgets, and we're playing Super Mario Run. It just came out. People have been waiting since uh, the last iPhone event, which was in September. So three months we've been waiting for it, and it's finally here. It came out this morning, 10 a.m. Pacific, Super Mario Run. I have it loaded up here on an iPad. You can, you, you can play it on an iPhone, an iPad, or an iPod Touch. And uh, should, I, should I just Blue, jump let's in? Let's load it up. Load All right, it up. here we go. So Super Mario Run. I'm playing it here on an iPad Pro, and we have it mirrored to the TV via this uh, fancy HDMI to lightning cable. So I'm going to go into Tour because that's the the main game, and I'm just going to go to level one just to show you what it looks like. And again, you can download this right now and play it for free. So describe the dynamic here. Should I turn that down just a little bit? Yeah, go ahead and turn it down. Is it working? 
There we go. All right. So, so describe the dynamic for people who may not be seeing this on the podcast or the All radio. Right. So basically what happens is Mario runs by himself. So when you see him running to the right, I'm not controlling that. The only thing I control is his jumping and the timing of the jumps. So anytime you see him jump into the air, that's me. Other than that, he runs by himself. And so it's up to you to determine your timing of how you think he should be jumping. And that's really it. So you have enemies. You got the, the power-ups, the, the pipes. All the stuff you're used to from Mario games are is there, and it's your goal to get him to the end and get as high a score as possible. And that's really it. So it's, it's endless running, so you don't get to control him uh, going left or right unless you somehow jump off of a wall to go back. But he's always going to be trying to go towards the right. So that was it. That was level one. Um, I got 197 points. Got it. And so he's doing some automatic jumping there as well. Can you just explain what's going on there? Because that's different than people who are used to like Super Mario on a console. Yeah. I'll, so I'll explain the the auto. So the automatic jumping. He's not really automatic jumping so much as he can hop over obstacles. But anytime he jumps into the air, all this right here is me. So I'm, what I'm doing right now is I'm just jumping all over the place. So I'll try to see if I can find a spot where he'll like jump over an obstacle on his own but even here like you see he's stuck there he's not doing anything until i tap the screen and jumping is just as simple as tapping the screen he'll lob over something that's in his path but other than that you really control the jumping and you have to control the jumping with the momentum and you have to time it correctly if you want to get like the right item or hit the right enemy or jump over an enemy so there is still some skill a lot of these, they call these endless runners. A lot of these endless runner games don't really have much skill um, to them except for jumping over, you know, things in your path. And this has a lot more to it than just that because there's the enemies, there's the there's the stars, there's the coins. I don't know what just happened there, but here we <laughs> so go. So he went down a valley. You're, <laughs> you're sort of in a cavernous area right now. Yes. And it's he's going after the, the standard gold coins, you know, the sort of the, the coin of the realm of Exactly, the, the and there's the Mario gold coins, world. and then there's also... Um, these five pink coins per level. And so your goal for each level is to get a high score, but it's also to get all five of the pink coins that are there in that level. Gotcha. Okay. So, yeah. So overall, your impressions after playing this game, and I know you got a chance also to, to play it um, at the, the Apple Store. Yes. Did you beat the high score, by the way? I did, yeah. So uh, in the Apple Store, um, the employees at the Apple Store in the back, they had a running sheet for <laughs> their scores, and they were yeah. trying to see who would have the high score at the end of the week or whatever. And uh, the Apple Store, they called me up and invited me to come by uh, to take part. And so I went down there because definitely I wanted to get my hands on the game. And um, so let's see, the high score was 246, and I played a few times, and I got up to 299. Wow. So I definitely made it to the top um, of their list. I don't know how long that list had been going. I'm sure today, now that the game is public, that my record is completely obliterated by someone else out right. there in the public. But for that one or two days in the Apple Store, <laughs> I reign supreme. That fleeting, glorious moment. That's right. So overall, this is Nintendo's first real game for mobile in a lot yeah, yeah. For, no, and let me be real clear for smartphone and and ipad because really the game boy and oh, the right, nintendo yes. ds those are mobile games yes. that said for a, a standard smartphone and tablet platform this is their first what do you think there's also pokemon which people think is a nintendo game but i wouldn't really count no. that one it's well it was essentially made by niantic yes. right and it was basically licensed right from nintendo by the pokemon company yeah there's like a whole bunch of companies mixed in there this, i, I this consider is, this, this is nintendo first. through and through exactly yeah how'd they do 
I think they did a great job. I mean, again, you know, they don't want to cannibalize Mario from other platforms. That's number one. And number two, quite honestly, I've played so many mobile games where they try to put a controller on the screen, on this piece of glass that is a screen. So you have like your directional, but it just doesn't work. There's no buttons on here. So when you try to superimpose buttons and controls on a display like this, it doesn't work as well as it should. So I think Nintendo did the right thing here by actually embracing the platform as it is, which is it's a touch screen that doesn't have physical controls. There's no physical buttons on there. So with that, at that price point, $10, it definitely introduces people to Mario. So I'm sure there's a lot of people out there who don't own a Nintendo you know, 3DS and don't buy $60 or $40 Mario games because they have an iPod Touch with 99 cent games or those in-app purchase games. So now it introduces a whole new generation to Mario. And at the same time, it lets people who, you know, who grew up with Mario play those games on the device they already own without having to go up go out and buy a whole new system. So I think, in my opinion, they did a good job. So what's next? Can we expect to see Zelda on iOS? Man, I'd love to see Zelda. I think um, I think I saw something earlier today that Animal Crossing is going to be coming to um, iOS. And I think Animal Crossing is a good one, too, because it's, very, it's a more laid-back game, yeah. not a lot of high action, and those characters kind of fit into me with, like, just mobile and, you know, the lean-back experience. I'd love to see a Zelda game. I don't know how... You know, they have to come up with a concept. They can't just obviously they can't do like Zelda Legend of Zelda run. You can't do everything just run, run right. and you're just jumping. Like they have to come up with a new concept. I'd love to see like a Mario Party game as well. Yeah. Like maybe about, multiplayer Mario Party. What about Mario Kart? Oh yeah, Mario that Kart. That would be That'd awesome. Be cool. Yeah, because you have the accelerometer in here, so you can just steer and like just tap to shoot. I would love to see that too. Yeah. Just simplify it and optimize. I think that's the key. Optimize it for the platform. Don't take something that was released on a console that has a physical controller and dumb it down. Actually, make something original um, for the smartphones and tablets. So, are, are, so are you going to give this a try? Yeah, let me absolutely give it a try. So, which level should I go into? And by, while I'm doing Start this. With level we should say there's already been some people complaining about the experience being too fast. In other words, they beat the game too quickly. There's an option for those people, though, right? We were right, checking that right, out. Right, right, right. So there's the told rally. So it's true, like, there's only 24. Was it 24? Yeah, I think it's 24 so levels. So there's 24 yeah. levels in the game. Each level takes maybe a minute or two. So it's not going to take a long time to beat the game. But I think there's a lot of replay value because you have the Toad Rally. And the Toad Rally matches you up with the records and scores of other people who've played the game. And you basically get to play against them, not, not in real time, but you get to play against their score and try to beat their score. So there's always going to be someone who you can play against and try to beat either beat their time or beat their score or get more of the uh, the toad mushroom guys cheering for you than cheering for them. Right. Okay, now I'm in some sort of weird room here, Andrew. Oh, What's so you're, going you're on? on a level I've never even played before. Okay. You're, you're in the the ghost, one of these ghost houses. Ghost so, houses. So this is, uh, you have to figure out which door to go through in order to make it through the level. That's... Is that so? No, I just went in the green door. Did I make it through? Let's see what happened. Yeah. And so one important thing <laughs> about the, the game uh, dynamic is that oh, the longer you press, the higher you jump. Yes. And that thing right there, this little yellow arrow, that allows you to jump higher. Oh, okay. So you jump while you're on it. All right, so while I'm playing this, we're going to say farewell to the radio audience. If you want to see what we're actually doing, you can go to geekwire.com slash podcast yes. and look for the Facebook Live video of this experience. So until next time on the radio, I'm Todd Bishop. And I'm Andrew Edwards. We'll talk to you next time on Cairo Radio 97.3 FM. All right, so let's keep playing this thing for folks who are on the I podcast. I think you need to switch levels because this is a more confusing okay, one. Okay, so like, how, do you, how do you get it? Get me see. out of here. I'm going to get you out of here. you got to go to level one.
You gotta start from the beginning. Oh, and there's one thing I forgot to mention too. There is a way to go back. All right, so here we go. This is a more normal level. So this here. bubble up here, if you tap that, it'll bring you backwards. So oh, as you can I see, see here, and then you press again when you're when you've gone back enough. Now, Why would you want to do that? Because you missed coins. You missed something, or there's two there's two good things in the same spot, so you have to choose which one you want to get. But the thing is, you can go back as far as you want, up to two times per level. But each level is timed, so if you go back too far, you won't be able to make it to the end of the level, and you won't beat it. Got it. Okay. Any tricks for gameplay based on your? I mean, is there any particular strategy that you found works, but especially well? I mean, you you had the high score at the Apple Store, Andrew. Right. I mean, the <laughs> I mean, for me, it's really knowing when you need to use that bubble. So the bubble lets you go back and grab extra stuff. So it's kind of like you got to explore the levels a couple times first to figure out what is in the level and where they are, so that you know exactly what you need to get. Like there's an invis invisibility star somewhere. Oh, okay, you just made it. You made it. So you had 10 seconds left. So if you had used that bubble again, oh, you see. might not have made it. And I got you. would have lost. So it's it's all about the timing. That's really what this game is about. This game is really about timing. Now, I'm looking here. What are these purple circles? So, yeah, these purple circles you see here, those are, there's five purple or pink, I'm not sure which they are, coins throughout the level. And if you get all five of those, you get a bonus. Okay. All right. Let me go on to the next level here. So let me see if I can use that strategy. You really want to play, you want to use the time wisely, basically. That's world one one. You're doing it again. I'm doing it again. All right. Now, okay. why don't you talk through it? I want to okay. hear your experience. So I'm <laughs> talking and playing the game. <laughs> so I'm getting every every one of the coins that I can, but you're right. It's hard to, it's almost impossible to get every single coin. Right. So I'm jumping and The nice thing is it's jumping a lot of those, those enemies, the mushrooms there. Oh, there we go. So there you go. You got one of those. Yeah. Now, okay. So now let's say... I've got 43 seconds left, so I'm going to press the bubble okay, so and see how far back, back I go. And when you want to get out of that bubble, you just tap on the screen. And so it's a calculator risk. Oh, it stopped the time. Oh, wait, did it? It did, Hold yeah. Hold on. Okay, so yeah, it stops the time, but you now have to make up that time because, you know, the timer's going. Back, yeah, yeah, you're farther back now. Okay. So jumping over all of the But it was a good mushrooms. risk because now you're hitting more stuff that you missed earlier. Yeah, exactly. What? Okay. All right, and it's also about how how hard you press or how long you press because, like back there, you pressed a little too long and you went over the right. bricks that you wanted to hit. Open there, I go. Tap, jump. Okay, so when you're when you're against the wall, you can actually jump and ricochet back up. Oh, you can. Yes. Okay. Okay. And now you only have 18 seconds. I would be I would be shocked. shocked if I made it through the level. I would at this be point. shocked. So what happens if you don't make it through the level? Is you it a complete die. failure? It's a complete failure. Complete failure. I don't even know if you get to keep any of your coins. Oh, <laughs> there it is. There it is. Should we end on that note? Or do you yeah, want to, sure. why, why don't you, after that, why don't you show folks how it's actually All going, right. Andrew? All right, I'm doing it. Level one, one. Here I go. <laughs> Watch me. By the way, okay. you can see this show on Facebook Live. If you're missing this, yes. If, if you're you missed the visual. it. You can also catch it on GeekWire when we post it. You can catch it on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash GearLive as well. And if so, you want to pay the 10 bucks, you can also download or you can play, play it yourself. Play right. it yourself. Here we go. I'm feeling good about this so far. I mean, I missed a few of these pink coins, though. So no, so you just went, fell into the thing, but you tapped. You tapped and right. so you bounced yourself out of it. There we go. How would you describe the difficulty level of this game on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being difficulty the hardest? Not, I mean, it's all about, you know, it's a game that... That's all about timing. So the timing can be difficult, but it's not it's not a frustrating game. And I think that's the key. It's it's challenging to get the timing down, 
but it's it's still fun. It's not one of those frustrating games where you miss something. You're like, oh, I got to go all the way back and do it all over again. Or, you know, I tried to beat this level 10 times and I keep losing. So it's a good balance that way. Okay. Anything? Any other observations on this game for people who are just picking it up for the first time? Anything that you would recommend they, they try or avoid? What, I mean, what I really recommend people do is download the game and don't pay the nine ninety nine yet. So just download it, go through the first few levels, see if you like it or not. If you enjoy those first few levels, then you'll probably you know enjoy the rest of the game. And if you're not really wowed by it, you can still keep the game and play those first four levels you know as much as you like and not ever pay another penny. So so is this like the best game you've ever played on a phone? Or how do you, how does it rank? I think well the word best is uh, it's a hard word to deal with because I don't know if it's the best. But what I what I like is that it's definitely it's fun. Um, it's one of the most fun games. And it's also one of those games where you can just jump in. You have a few minutes at the, you know, you're waiting in line at the grocery store or whatever it is. And you can jump in. You can play a level or two and jump out without that time commitment. So I have some games on my iPhone that, you know, if I don't have 10 to 20 minutes, it's no, it's, there's no use even op- opening that app up and trying to play. You're not going to get anywhere. So this is one of those more casual things where you can just go in play for a little while and then just jump right back out. And again, you have that that whole Nintendo Mario charm as well. So, as we're talking about this, have you ever played the game Alto's Adventure? Is that the is that the skiing one? Yeah, the skiing yeah, snowboarding that. game. Yes. I actually like that a little bit better than I like Super Mario Run. Now, let me ask you why because the thing with that game is they're almost the same game. You're you're the guy is it going is. and you're, you're all you control is the jumping. But with Alto's Adventure, it's more of like a tranquil music, and there's no like real enemies, so to speak. There's maybe one or two every now and then. Are oh, yeah, there is, of, there's the guy who rides after you yeah, on the horseback. Yeah. So are you just more of a? You I, know, I like the environment of it. I like the, it is a little zen right. at times, and Mario feels more toyish. You know, yes, it's, it's like a game from your youth. I don't know that I would spend a lot of time now mm-hmm. immersed in this world. That's interesting. That's interesting. Like I like it because like I liked the nostalgia. I I, ha- I get like a positive vibe from the. I agree, though it is more like it, it's yeah. Like but do that you want do you want that to be your current life? Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> or do you want it to be something you remember from your past life? Right. Um, no. I, I I mean you know again this this comes down to I guess personality. Like for me as someone who I consider myself a gamer and also as someone who's just into tech, I just like you know I like new things obviously. Um, but I also like, you know, I, there's specific brands and franchises that I really enjoy. Like, I'm a big fan of Apple. I'm a big fan of Nintendo. And seeing, and I, this is obviously a marriage of those two, right? So yeah. um, I like seeing what what may come in the future. And this this isn't, for me, Super Mario Run isn't its own bubble thing. It's more of a, here's the start of something new. Where are they going to go from here? Um, so, you know, with that aspect of it has my attention and it makes me want to be like a part of it. And like, I want to see what they're doing. How are they, you know, making this work in the new age of smartphones and tablets and where are they going to go from here? It's good. All right. So that is Super Mario Run. Yep. 10 bucks from Nintendo. The first real Nintendo game for smartphone platforms. That's right. The first of uh, more to come. Absolutely. All right. Until next time on Geared Up, I'm Todd Bishop. And I'm Andrew Edwards. Have a good one, everybody.